and that's the theme music by Jason Palomara. It's called Let's All Go to a Boring Meeting. <laughs> We're here for I Hear I See Radio episode 124. This used to be a live radio show on KRUI where I would talk to local musicians and play mm-hmm. local music and all that stuff. It is now a monthly feature on the Rock Hard Caucus <laughs> podcast feed instead. I, I liked it. live radio, but... It's scary. The wheels fell off about three years ago, and I never went back. <laughs> so now it's just a podcast where I can record it at my house. Cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and easy. I don't have to rely on anyone else's schedule. Well, except, I guess... Mine. I guess yours now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but today we're going to be talking with uh, the man who graces the cover of this month's Little uh. Village magazine, September 2023. <laughs> Uh, recording date, by the way, is uh, September 18th of 2023. That's the day it is right now. I'm probably going to release this tonight, so you may be listening to it on the same day that we recorded. <sighs> wow. And uh, I wanted to try to see if I could make you uncomfortable mm, by opening up this cover story. Uh, and I haven't said your name yet, so I want to like reveal it in a very <laughs> fancy, like uh, produced radio show way. What fuck? What page are you on? It's deep in there, dude. They make <laughs> there you go through all of it, so you have to read everything. No, that's not you. Is this you? Um, The one in the suit, in the beard. <laughs> there you are. Okay. So this is, uh, for people listening, you're going to have to guess who said this. <laughs> Starting this fall, he posted, along with my work at Cornell College, I'll also be taking over the Kirkwood Community College Jazz Department. My main responsibilities will be directing the big band and one other ensemble and lecturing a popular music history class, among other things. <laughs> so the, the man who said that here on page 29 of the current <laughs> issue of Little Village Magazine is sitting across from me right now on my couch. Blake Shaw yeah. is here. He's the guest for this episode of I Hear I See Radio. Mm. Blake, welcome to my house. Thank Thanks for coming Thank you for over. having me. This is a beautiful house. <laughs> Love your wife already, and all your kitties. Good. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, they're, um, I w- Ashley likes you, for sure. My mm-hmm. wife likes you. The cats don't <laughs> like you yet. I think if I had a little <laughs> bit more time, I could warm up. They make yeah. them warm up. They're, they're very uh, rude to first-time guests, <laughs> but um, the, the littler one, she will warm up to you maybe by the end of this mm. recording. We'll see. Should have brought some snacks next time. Yeah. For the yeah, kitties does. and myself. I do yeah, like and we snack. could eat on mic. People like hearing that, you know, if you oh, chew into it. a microphone. Hmm. <laughs> Love the ASMR. It's good stuff, yeah. So, Blake, um, you brought a lot of music. So we, I did. So we will play some examples of your work mm-hmm. soon. Okay. But um, let's talk more about this article here in Little Village. Uh, what else did you say? Uh, um, you also said, here, this is a good one. I have big ideas, but they seem so chill to me. <laughs> and you elaborate in on the page here, but let's elaborate in person yeah. now. What does that mean? You have big <sighs> ideas, but they seem so chill to you. That I j- I'm just having fun. I want to do <laughs> what other people uh, want to do. I love collabing with people. Yeah, you know, uh, my one of my best friends, Dan Padley, mm. has a lot of music. Dan was the guest on oh. I Hear I See Radio two months ago. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so he beat me. If uh, people have listened to that series, uh, you're familiar with Dan. Mm-hmm. So Blake and Dan play together sometimes. All the time. Oh my gosh, too much. I think sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I love Dan. Um, uh, 
big ideas, but chill that I just, um, uh, I guess that's kind of me psyching myself out too, because I don't, I don't want these things to be, uh, too big that they're unattainable or they mm-hmm. seem unattainable. So all the things that I, I, my big ideas or whatever are things that I want to do here in Iowa and th- uh, things that I want to help other people accomplish. And that's chill to me. I don't, it's <laughs> not a big deal. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find some way to accomplish it. You that's know? a good attitude. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's accurate to what I have, my perception of you uh-huh. over the past like <laughs> 10 years or so. Like you, you're a very uh, prolific and productive person. Hmm. You're always working on stuff. Thank you. And you're doing fairly big things, I think. <sighs> I, I I guess. So uh, for anyone who maybe doesn't know, Blake, you're primarily a bassist. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. When did you start playing the bass? Oh, man. Late, like everybody. Cool, I think. I've heard that from a lot of bass players. Um, I started on piano, like a lot of people mm-hmm. have done when they were little. Like eight or something like that. Some lady at church. <laughs> you know, just that route. And then I did... Uh, I actually... My first like time... Oh, well, ex- ex- except piano and vo- uh, reading uh, vocal music. Trombone was my first like uh, real instrument. Quote, yeah. Quotes. Yeah. Doing hand quotes right now. It's quotes because uh, trombone is not real. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. And it's just a horrible, horrible. No, 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 no. I I love trombone, I, and I did it for two years, and I was like first and second second chair, like always, and I could read really well. Yeah. And I I just from what I remember, I don't remember ever having like too much trouble with it. The the reason why I stopped, um, I wasn't really shown how it could be cool. Oh, All right? yeah. You so know, trombone seemed kind of dorky. Yeah. I yeah. got, I was getting through the book fine and I, I was like, well, I've accomplished this, but I was just <laughs> naive. I didn't, I had no idea what else it could accomplish. Yeah. What do you um, think is like the coolest thing a trombone player can do? Oh my gosh. The, uh, <laughs> What's the ceiling for them in the coolness? Ceiling? <laughs> oh my, uh, just, uh, some, you know, uh, the bebop, the, 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 the trombonist that can actually bop, Ooh, you yeah. know, play all those eighth notes like super, super fast. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. With precision. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could, ugh, I'm not good at naming names. Uh, Gilks is his last name. I can't Gilks. remember. Marshall Gilks, Marshall I think. Marshall Gilks. He's a trombone player, a uh, classical trombone player, bone player that turned, uh, jazz mm-hmm. and oh, he can bop. Yeah. Like he can play all the notes very fast. Marshall Gilks. I don't think I know who that mm-hmm. is. Uh, sounds th- like a jazz name though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God, East Coast, I think. Yeah. Um, there is one trombonist here in I, oh, I love tangents. Uh, in Iowa that can bop like hell. We can swear on this, right? Oh yeah. You can okay, say whatever good. you want. Fuck. Jackson yeah. fucking I did Churchill. just mention where you work though. So be oh. careful <laughs> in case. I don't think they care. <laughs> I don't think they do either, but you yeah. know, just be. Uh, Jackson Churchill, he's a trombone player in Iowa that can bop okay. like really I hard. Don't, I don't know if I he's have new. Met him. He's new. Yeah. He's uh, uh, just this. I think he just started this year uh, teaching in uh, somewhere in Des Moines, but came from Texas UNT. Yeah, uh, Jackson Lab Churchill. You said Churchill. Yeah, okay. keep an eye out. Yeah, watch out. He's so nice guy. Such <laughs> a nice guy. Anyway, I did trombone and I I loved it, but I I left it because I just didn't know how much cooler it could be. And my bad, really my bad. <laughs> you could have. Like, like joined a ska band or something. I could have. That would have been really cool, right? And little Lisbon, Iowa. They love ska music in Lisbon. <laughs> it's the ska capital of mm-hmm. Iowa, of I, the Midwest. Not very even. many people know that, but yeah, yeah that's very true. Well, look, Wikipedia. Um, uh, oh, so I, I started uh, learning, uh, teaching myself guitar. I, I took a couple uh, lessons from this guy in Mount Vernon. 
can't remember his name. Um, and I was playing guitar and doing pretty well. I, you know, I had a good ear. Um, and, uh, but the, my band director found out that I was playing guitar and he needed a bass player in jazz band. And for those out there that don't know, the first four strings on guitar <laughs> are the exact same as, uh, bass. So it's like, you know, the exact same thing. You just do it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and I did it. I just, I, I, I tabbed everything out. Yeah. So you were, you started, you were playing guitar first yep. and moved to bass. To bass. Yeah. The, but you said it's all the same, it's right? It's all the did same. It, did it feel that way to you? At that time, yeah. Okay. Because I was literally just so naive. I had no idea <laughs> what, what was cool, what was ba- bad. You know, I would just want to do whatever made me feel good. And being in a band, that, that good. seemed cool and good and it made me feel nice. And, and it led to so many other things mm-hmm. because of it. Thank you, Roger DeYoung, my, <laughs> my uh, high school band and uh, middle school and uh, high school band yeah. director. So Lisbon, you said. Yep. The ska capital of the Midwest, uh-huh. as we just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pull up the Wikipedia page as you, <laughs> as you suggested. Uh, Lisbon is a city in Lynn County, Iowa, <laughs> adjacent to Mount Vernon. Ah, uh, yes. Took if you blink, you'll miss it, they say. <laughs> I've known people who lived in Lisbon, but, um, by living in Lisbon, that uh-huh. meant they lived basically in a field. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like nowhere near like so the, you know a the lot city of cows, itself. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Um, population was 2,233 for the 2020 census. So wow. That, I was going to say that, that sounds big. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was even smaller than that yeah. when you mm. were growing up there. I graduated right? with 50 kids in my class, dude. Yeah. It was yeah. tiny, tiny. Here, and you graduated probably around 2010, right? 2008. Oh, wait. That's the year I graduated high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, at that time, it was in the 2010 census, 2,152. What? It was still 2,000? Yeah, 2,000. Okay, I'm I'm off then. <laughs> so you would have been born like nine. 89? 89, okay. Uh-huh. okay. 80s, baby. Yeah. It was a good year. Yeah, so I mean, did you grow up in Lisbon like yeah. really young too? Yeah. Okay. Everything. So from the time of your birth till the time you graduated high school... It would have grown by like 500 or so people. <laughs> so the, a time of great growth for yeah. Lisbon, Iowa. <laughs> well, we should talk more about, uh, you know, your development, but maybe we should just listen to some music. We can do that too. Yeah? What are we going to listen to first? Yeah, I was going to ask what's a good place to start oh, because you man. shared a folder with me. I did. And everything's just kind of in alphabetical order here. So I don't know what's a good place to start. Well, and now that we've gotten started, all these, all this other music is coming to my head. <laughs> I wish I would have put in uh, my very first uh, record that I did in high school, but maybe for another time. Uh, anything that's available online I can play. Okay. But that sounds like it might not be. <laughs> it's actually in my Google folder uh, I'll, you could I'll just share it with it. me and we can play yeah. it later yeah but let's start with um okay uh, let's start with this tune that i wrote uh during my undergrad um well oh actually it was during my masters okay. <laughs> i think so yeah oh it was during my masters duh because it's called ta black T.A. and black. the yep. the story behind this tune it, this is a blues that i wrote for my masters project um in the at at the university of iowa mm-hmm. for your uh, in the jazz program for the masters you write and produce and record uh original music for an album yeah and this was one of them and during this time i was a ta in the jazz department for uh the jazz history class uh that steve grismore was teaching mm-hmm. and you know like 
200 kids or something like that. And there was four or five TAs. I can't remember. 200 people in one class? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. I've never really had that experience, like the huge lecture I hope I never have to do it again. (laughs) I I don't know how you learn anything or teach anything uh, for that matter. I mean, that's Um, just like you're doing a show at that point. Exactly, man. You're just standing up there and talking. And, you know, I... I, I've uh, so this is my first year lecturing. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Um. But I like to say jokes and you know check on people to see if they're smiling there be or some whatever. Back and forth, yeah. Ideally, yeah. Two hundred people. You're just. It's like a Zoom. It's like <laughs> in person Zoom. <laughs> Zoom meetings. Uh. But anyway, uh, I was seeing this class, and this particular class, um, had a lot of uh, um, uh, people, students that weren't from the U.S. So they were learning about uh, this music and the culture all at the same time, which mm. is you know a, a great class to do that because it's you know it's a little bit of history, but mostly fun music to listen right, to. Yeah, and America's uh, best, yeah, cultural products. <laughs> So, uh, as you can guess, there were some language barriers, just a little bit. And, um, so, oh yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is called TA Black. So yep. I can see where this might be. Yep. Going. <laughs> yep. So a lot of emails, uh, to me, specifically to me, w- would read, uh, Mr. TA or Mr. Blake, uh, or more than once, I kid you not, TA Black. <laughs> I, I don't, and I could not figure it out. And we've talked about my fellow TAs and I talked about this a lot. Like, was it really the spell check that, that spelled, respelled my name Blake to black? Or yeah. were they like, uh, just trying try to tease me or something? Or <laughs> hopefully I don't not. Know, that. Like, like playing on their, I think, but I would do that. You know, uh, if I was in a foreign country and, uh, and it was very obvious that I wasn't very good at speaking that language, yeah. I would probably play with people oh, a little sure. bit. Yeah. So TA, TA Black, uh, that's where this title came from. And it has nothing to do with the melody that I wrote or I guess maybe, um, like I said, it's a blues and it's a kind of a fun uh, melody or whatever. And that's a fun title. That's as much as the two yeah. are connected. Yeah. Well, let's listen to it and okay. then we can talk about it more later maybe. <laughs> okay. So here's TA Black by uh, Blake Shaw. And he wrote this uh, during his master's program. Thank you. 
That was T.A. Black Blues mm-hmm. by Blake Shaw, who's sitting right here in front of me. Mm. Uh, that was on an album that you produced yep. to complete your master's degree, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to mention to people, in case you enjoyed that, you can find that on Blake's Bandcamp page, blakeshawbass.bandcamp.com. Oh, mm-hmm. Album's called <laughs> Listen Here, mm-hmm. H-E-A-R, like mm-hmm. hearing with mm-hmm. your ears. Listen Here. Mm-hmm. Get that up on like streaming services or anything too? No. Okay. I have a few physical copies left too. Oh, yeah. If people really <laughs> want to get a CD, I'll basically give it to you. <laughs> I'm sick of moving it to all my new houses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can stream it on Bandcamp or you can you can buy it for $8. It's mm-hmm. a it. digital album. <laughs> Please just take it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so who else was on that? I heard you playing bass. Yes, right? that was me I playing bass. I figured you'd bass. be pretty prominent on yeah. your own. That's, master's album I, I actually you know it's funny that you say that i i don't there's not too many bass solos on that on that record okay uh there was one whole bass uh solo piece and i have that solo i think there's maybe one or two other solos but i love i love writing for my friends and that that group uh that album was recorded with the blake shaw quintet uh, with Dan Padley on guitar, someone you oh, yeah, probably we just heard. talked about him, <laughs> and you know that guy. So I, I love listening to Dan. Any era of Dan is wonderful, but it's it's <laughs> it's fun to go back because he well, does when not. When was this uh, recorded? Two thousand fifteen or sixteen? Okay. I can't remember. Sixteen, probably. A so, previous era of Padley. Yeah. So, and he sounds completely different. He's, he's like, uh, a Miles Davis just constantly changing, uh, <laughs> from project to project, but always staying true to his own voice. Wow. Right. That is super complimentary. Uh huh. I love that guy. <laughs> and then we got, uh, uh, Christopher Jensen on drums. My, one of my, uh, another one of my bestest friends who uh, we do everything together. All of our music projects, we have so many under our belts, and I'm so glad we've done it together. Um, he's someone that just makes every anything sound good, and he's also uh, just has a wonderful personality for, for someone who plays drums because he's he can be very accommodating. Uh, you know, so, so, so some people, you know, and it's not always bad, but some people just have something to prove, and that you know this is their sound, and mm-hmm. they and they you know and those people have to pick. So he's maybe less egotistical than you'd expect. You know, from I some wasn't going to use that word, but yeah, yeah, he I'm dropping just, bombs. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who listens to this and is a drummer, Fuck. you're on notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he just, you know, he uh, he's just just a perfect person to collab with because he he has enough of his voice that he would like to put on her, but also wants to make it the best that uh, the 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 artist who wrote it uh, wants it to sound. He's like. one part of the whole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in the read section, <sighs> the perfect duo in my eyes and in ears here in Iowa, um, Ryan Smith and mm-hmm. Nolan Schrader. And I don't mean to lump them together because they both are just <laughs> fantastic uh, musicians oh, yeah. uh, on their own. And that's what makes them so much better together. Uh, um, so if I you, think we mentioned both of them on Dan's oh, episode of this I'm as well. I'm sure, yeah. because he's, <laughs> they play in all his yeah. music too. We're two, all yeah, two of the state's best, for sure. But they um, they double on every, everything, so they play multiple wind instruments, and they also play them all very well. Yeah. You know, which is incredible to me. I can, I can hardly play bass so it's it's really cool just to, and i take advantage of that like so much i say oh okay yeah just play 
bass clarinet on this one. You, you got it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. I mean, you want you want a variety of sounds. Mm-hmm. So if, mm-hmm. if it's possible, throw it in. And yeah, and, and so and okay, so everybody in that group is is or has composed music mm-hmm. and and that's why i think i i just love us all together because they're we're all listening uh and and we're all uh very uh democratic musically nice. also in uh, p- politics uh, kind of <laughs> but like but kind but of. but very very musically uh we're very democratic meaning that we're totally cool with taking the lead but also giving it up very very quickly which now that i think of it democratically maybe isn't the best uh uh, description uh, yeah you all do you all vote on it (laughs) no 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 not at all but that is i like that approach in like collaborative music Mm -hmm. making a lot Mm -hmm. like maybe on paper someone's the leader probably Mm -hmm. you in this example but but in in practice, everyone's on the same page. We're all like, all right, we're all going to make something together. Mm-hmm. Jump in where you want. Lay back. Listen to everybody else. Absolutely. We're all... It, that's collaboration. Mm-hmm. We're building something as they're, a unit. They're very confident in uh, in their uh, roles as the band, but they're also just because they've composed and because they play so many instruments. And I'm talking about everybody in this uh, band right here. Um, they're just so uh, uh, able to jump on anybody else's role. Like anybody in that band can play a bass line on their instrument. Mm. You know, anybody can in that band can make up some. Uh, Comping uh, backgrounds or whatever on their instrument, whether it's the chords or just playing one note at a time or, or whatever. And I just, it, it really is so nice to lean on. And, and, and it's, and, and, and because it feels so good, it's also, it also feels really good to do it for them. You know, when it comes my turn, uh, to be, uh, uh, the, the base B-A-S-E foundation, <laughs> yeah. uh, for the others. So I just, I just love them with all my heart. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sounded really good. Thank um, you. Did you want to move backwards now? Because we, we Let, talked about growing up in Lisbon, and yeah. you you threw in some like <laughs> last minute examples of music yeah. you made back then. So I think um, this first tune that we we should play um, is called um, the Underwear Song, and it's probably just like the perfect. Uh, uh, audio example of how my mind worked and where I was at <laughs> during this time. And just so you know, um, this was recorded at the United Action, Action for Youth okay, in yeah. Iowa City, Iowa, mm-hmm. um, when I was 18 years old. Um, I'm pretty sure they still have this program. I know they have re- a recording studio, but if you're under 18, you can sign up and record for free, mm-hmm. which back then for me, that was like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> recording studio yeah. my music for free this whole album this one uh i can't remember as much but uh um, throughout this whole album i overdubbed uh or multi-tracked yeah, yeah. a whole bunch of instruments success um i was playing bass and i was doing guitars and i uh, uh, uh multi uh, uh overdubbed my voice with harmony and stuff like and that this is all you this, this is all me okay. so everything on this i i i think this is just acoustic guitar and voice but we'll see in here in a second when yeah. i remember so that's that's kind of uh <laughs> Indicative of, of something we said earlier, this quote that I pulled from oh. here, like, you have big ideas, but they seem chill to you. Oh. So at 18 years old, to record a whole album that's uh-huh. just you, I mean, that is kind of 
a major accomplishment for someone that age, I think. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, but it was chill. Exactly. You yeah. know, you, I was You weren't my, thinking about it as like no this way. huge, like monumental task to I, complete. I was in my bedroom something you getting wanted to this do. stuff ready and I was just doing stuff that yeah. I knew that I could do. You know, I tried to find some other sounds or whatever, but if I didn't find them, then it didn't make it or whatever. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Just chill. That's, that's interesting too. Like you had, you had like, conceptions in your head that couldn't quite be executed Mm -hmm. so you just didn't do it no something to work on for later yeah (laughs) yeah all right so yeah we'll start with the underwear song Mm -hmm. which is about 30 seconds long oh wow you gave away the surprise oh i'm sorry but uh (laughs) it's actually really long so here is the underwear song So that song is about like a creep. Yes. <laughs> this is before I learned about consent. All right. Well, you know, not not all lyrics are like autobiographical. Obs- yeah. I wasn't actually jumping in people's windows just dreaming about you it. You weren't. Right? I don't know. No, no. Okay. <laughs> and not all, not every song is like an endorsement of the content that's <laughs> being presented, that. you know? Like this is, this is from the perspective of like a villain. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You do, like, you do recognize that that would be a bad thing to that do. I right. recognize very, yeah. very seriously that the, I shouldn't even joke about it. That's why I played it, because I want everyone to know that <laughs> I really understand this. All right. Yeah. He's changed. He's grown and changed since he was an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. That's great. So so I just said uh, that I, I thought it was just acoustic guitar and voice, but I, I, I multi-tracked this one as well. Yeah, there was the, some... There was some bass and uh, uh, two vocals. Yeah, there and, was a harmony in there, vocal harmony. And, and stuff. So, wow, okay. I, I forgot that how much I, I did on this one. That's fun. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there's... There's some there's a problematic nature to the to the theme of the music, but it's like it's funny. It's yeah, yeah. like I don't know, man. People can sing songs in characters that are mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think it's like a crime that you wrote that song. No, I don't think so either. No. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do the other one? Let's do the other. One. Oh, what? Oh, what, uh, I, I also we... got again. Is that from okay. the same thing? Yes. Okay. This is uh, just a contrast because yeah. this is also. Uh, I, uh, so the first one was kind of just where uh, I was at, being a silly, dorky little teenager, and then uh, this next one is a country song. Okay. All right. It's a it's a progression that repeats over and over. Um, uh, uh, for my students, if they're listening, it's a verse chorus form, I think. Yeah, because there's a chorus. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking the truth. Um, and, uh, growing up in Iowa, uh, I, I mix, I'm mixed race. I'm black and white. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I don't know my, the black side of my family. So I was being raised by family and friends, uh, mostly white mostly people. Well, yeah. Lisbon, Iowa. And Lisbon, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like maybe two other black, oh, three other black kids okay. yeah. in, <laughs> in the high school at this time. 
And so my, and I, I, I've always been very musical or whatever, but during this time I was like really coming, uh, into myself, mm-hmm. uh, in many aspects of my life. And, and, um, I just mu- musically, I was just all over the place. And this was, uh, I just love this time of my life thinking back because I was listening and playing anything that I, that made me feel good. Exploring. Yeah. yeah. And this, and this is, this is, I haven't written too many country songs since. Yeah. Uh, but but I I enjoy this one. I like the melody on this yeah. one. It's I, I don't think I anything that I've heard you play. I don't think I would consider country. No, that I can recall anyway. So Not this will really. be this will be interesting. Dan and I have played. We've messed around with country jazz. Sure, you know yeah. we like doing yeah. hokey rhythms with uh, complex harmony. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like such a nerd professor (laughs) saying all that crap, crap, weird words. That's what we are in that world, professor. I know. (laughs) I I still it doesn't it hasn't uh, fully sunk in yet that I'm like a real adult teaching other adults yet. So I have to talk like this at the end of sentences when I don't believe in myself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got to undermine, Mm -hmm. self-deprecate, country jazz. Yeah, we'll talk more about our (laughs) our jobs and how we aren't qualified for them after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here's Again. The name of the song is Again.
So that was again mm-hmm. by my guest, Blake Shaw, uh, written, recorded when you were an 18 year old man. Yeah. This is crazy. I haven't, so I haven't, that, that specific tune I have not listened to in a long, long time. And it's crazy for a couple of reasons because I, I mean, now just listening to it, uh, and with the ears that I have now, the chords that I'm playing, I know I had no idea what they <laughs> were, or it, it was just stuff that I found. And the harmonies are, are like, they're, I know I'm critiquing myself, so it's a little weird, but they, they, they sound good or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like they make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy also. And it was all kind of intuitive. You all, hadn't like studied yeah, that stuff. No, yeah. no, nothing. I had not taken any, like hardly any even lessons, music lessons from anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the lyrics are just like, I have no idea where they came from. I had, <laughs> it sounded like a lot of like uh, regret, like yeah, uh, yeah. he made, made mistakes. Like no, nothing. Yeah. I've never <laughs> at this point I'd never been in a relationship sure. or even close to anything of a relationship yet. So I, I just how do yeah, I kind of just funny and weird to listen to myself right. And uh, sing stuff like there that. was a line in there that was something like, "Will you remember me when you're 33?" Was yeah, that I honestly, it was probably just because it rhymed. You yeah. know, I don't. And think... that, that would be like about now, right? Yeah, well, yeah. one year ago for me, <laughs> <laughs> you're around 33 yeah. now. Yeah, <sighs> and you hadn't listened to it much. No, I, I I've showed people, but I don't yeah. remember showing anybody. I I mean, from what I remember, this is the first time I've listened to it in literally years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just happened to come back to it right after you were 33. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh off mic, I was saying that the melody reminded me of a Green Day song. So I just wanted to play that Ooh, yeah, for yeah, you yeah. real quick. Uh so this is Waiting by Green Day. It might be loud. Hang on. No. <gasps> oh. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Now I your melody just reminded me of that. Uh I I didn't recognize uh, when you said the title of the tune, but now hearing the Green Day tune, I'm wondering if I was influenced (laughs) a little bit by that because I recognize that tune. I've seen you play like uh, Brain Stew live, Uh so I knew that you knew some Green Day. (laughs) (laughs) I love. Oh my God, I love. jazz gigs you know that that i do uh you know sometimes it's a little older folk but i just love putting that one in the middle of a set <laughs> and freaking people out because i don't sing it like you know um what's his name uh billy joe billy, armstrong yeah. billy yeah. joel armstrong billy i don't joe. sing it. a billy joe armstrong. not joel <laughs> yeah that's another guy gotcha yeah yeah I don't think anything like him, so it works, but it's just man, another little thing that makes me giggle in my sleep every <laughs> once in a while. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was the album in between Nimrod and American Idiot. Okay, then... Oh, it's kind of wow. a weird transition yeah. for them. I didn't realize it was that late. That seems like one of their earlier ones, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, we were talking about the teaching. And uh-huh. how, so when you... We were in school at about the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, when you decided to get a master's degree, mm-hmm. what were you envisioning for yourself as like a career? Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a master's degree in uh, bass uh, jazz. What, yeah, what is it exactly? Oh my god, jazz Harry. It's M A. It's a Master of Arts. That's all my diploma says. Oh, oh, that's what mine says too. Actually, yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't get more specific. No, nope. but I have a master's of arts in. Uh, Music composition. Yeah. So then, what's what's yours? I they I I depending on who I'm talking to. 
Uh, most of the time, it's jazz performance, mm-hmm. you know, a performance degree. Um, I do, I, when I'm talking about tunes or say, uh, I'll, I'll say jazz and composition. Okay. You yeah. know, cause I took a lot of classes, uh, composition classes with John yeah. Rapson. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit with Steve Grismore and stuff like that. So I, I mean, yeah. And I, I wrote this album. Yeah. You know, so I, I did composition or whatever, but yeah, on my thing, it just says MA, MA in music. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. I have it framed in the other room as like, it's almost like a joke. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, does Dean say my name? I don't know. No, okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it should. <laughs> they're supposed to give it to you with your name on it. <laughs> they make you write it in your soul. Oh, lazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, were you, were you thinking, did, did you want to be a teacher? I think so. Okay. I think, uh, uh, I did kind of fall into <laughs> where I am right now, mm-hmm. but I, I, I've been thinking about teaching for a long time. I love sharing. I love, I love helping people with, if, if I have something that I can, that you want or I can help with, I'd love to do it. Yeah. You know, so I've always had that and I've been teaching like private lessons since my undergrad, yeah. you know, to, to make some money on the side, but it's something that I taken seriously. And like, I, I really loved it, especially when I had students that wanted to be there, you know, <laughs> anyone that's taught lessons knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids get pushed into stuff that they don't really care mm-hmm. about sometimes. Um, but also with, uh, Mm, I, it's not just jazz, but uh, a lot of the things that I want to do kind of fall hand in hand with teaching or going to do master classes or, uh, or, or, or stuff like that. I, I, um, just being a musician is like only playing music mm-hmm. is incredibly hard. Yeah. You if know, you want to. The, all the if pe- you want to live yeah. in like a building, <laughs> like a structure with four walls, you know, <laughs> all the people also all the people that I have seen do it, you know, do it well uh, around here and elsewhere are doing both teaching, sure. teaching and and uh, music. Um, Kevin Burt, uh, uh, Kevin B.F. Burt, who is, a you know, the 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 blues, blues guy yeah. here in Iowa and now nationally known. Finally, mm. <laughs> you know, you know, I remember seeing him uh, when I was like, you know, 10 or 11 or something like really young and just not thinking of it then. And, and just, uh, you know, people like him, I, I, uh, growing up seeing him perform and then also finding out later, oh, they do clinics over there. They come into high schools and they talk and, 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 and talk about their lives. Or yeah. Teachers he, he doesn't have like a regular teaching game. He doesn't right? have okay. a regular thing. No, yeah. no. But he do, he's he got stuff. He's got a Blues in the Schools program thing that mm-hmm. he's done uh, uh, elsewhere and in whatnot so he he can do it so i i think having role models like that like kind of told me oh uh that's how i have to do it right you know (laughs) it's probably going to be part of the equation Uh yeah yeah and now and now that i'm here um so i so uh, for those that don't know this is my second year at cornell um i'm just directing the uh the jazz ensemble and now this year i've added i'm uh i'm the bass teacher Mm -hmm. professor so i'm doing that as well and then um i'm also this is my first year at kirkwood uh uh i have it's actually like four bands now that 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 (laughs) article i lied because i didn't know what the heck i was getting into yeah well this was probably when were you interviewed for this (sighs) before i'm before school started yeah Mm, yeah we uh maybe this is a peek behind the curtain Mm. because i also teach at the same community Mm -hmm. college as blake uh 
I had no idea what was going to happen <laughs> yep. until basically the third day in to the school yep. year. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm still figuring things out. Jeez. Oh, yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I have uh, like two big bands and uh, like two or three smaller ensembles that I'm doing there. And um, th- now that I'm in the thick of things, uh, oh, gosh, I love being busy and... <laughs> I do. I actually do love being busy, and I. But I really love being financially stable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's nice. Right. This is the first year in a long time, <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't even realize I've been hustling for a while, and not bad in a bad way. I mean, I'm just playing all the time with my buddies here in Iowa. The worst is if you're like busy all the time and not paying your bills. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Ex- yeah, extremely stressful place mm-hmm. to be in. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what was I saying? Can't remember now. I was asking if teaching was mm. like, uh, you know, an aspiration of yours. Oh, okay. It sounds so, like kind of. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely <laughs> Part now. Of it, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so after all that, seeing people do it uh, and seeing them do stuff that I want, I, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. I've, I've played, uh, you know, been a, a guest artist with uh, orchestra, uh, not orchestras, uh, excuse me, um, big bands and concert bands and stuff like that. And I do not think I would have gotten that chance if I wasn't doing the things that I'm actively doing, you know, besides playing. Right, right. Um, I, I also, I do this thing with KCCK called Schoolhouse Jazz, and it's a, a small jazz ensemble that goes around to elementaries, and I'm the artistic director and narrator, and oh, we cool. have, like, yeah. this story, and we, I sing and play bass, and we talk about the instruments and, and be silly like with jazz. Like a Peter and the Wolf kind of thing? Kind of, but jazz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, less, less, uh, like, uh, I'm just thinking of the duck now. So we don't do anything like that. Sure. Yeah. Which, which animals, which instrument? Uh We use our real voices. (laughs) Well, maybe we should just listen to some more music. All right. You brought a lot of it. I did. We should play a lot of it. All Um, right. Do you want to do something that you already sent me or did you said you had a vocal album you wanted to touch on too? Mm. Okay, you choice. Uh, should we have a? Can we have a caller? Um, uh, do you want to hear me play cello next mm. uh, and sing, or just hear me sing? That was a bad two choices. <laughs> well, wh- yeah. Why not get some cello in here? <laughs> All right. So this group, I like to do a little bit of everything, like we're talking about here. Um, this is uh, a group uh, called Free Grass. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Dan Padley again. Sorry about I've heard it. That, man. Uh, and Tara McGovern on yes. fiddle. Tara's and also myself. very cool. Oh my God. I love Tara as well. I love all my friends. And, uh, and then myself on, uh, cello. This is, uh, a tune called Born to be Blue. Got and, it. um, this is my favorite tune written by Mel Torme, who mm. was uh, a jazz singer, uh, pretty prominent in the like seventies. Yeah. Cause he died. I think he died in the nineties, late late. Or maybe he did make it to the two thousands. I can't remember right now, but in the same era as, uh, just a little after Ella, uh, Ray Brown, uh, uh, Oscar Peterson, uh, you know, that kind of, uh, uh, late fifties to seventies kind of, uh, jazz, that kind yeah. of stuff. That was Mel Torme. He also wrote the Christmas song, you know, uh, Chestnuts Roasting on the Of Oak. course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how a lot of people know mm-hmm. who that is. So I, I love this guy, but I don't sing anything like him. They call him the Velvet Fog, and I don't have a velvet. What do they voice. call you? Um, just Blake, usually. <laughs> Or, or black. Yeah, T-A black. T.A. Black. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is Born to be Blue, played by Free Grass. Yes, indeed. Here it comes. 
was free grass trio playing Born well to be Blue. free grass oh not trio i don't that's know that's not actually. part of the name hmm <laughs> i guess in my head they were free grass trio but maybe you're right actually in this case it was a trio for yes sure, it right? is so mm-hmm. okay and that's the core of the band yeah just us three uh and that trio was blake shaw on vocals and cello mm-hmm. dan padley on electric guitar mm-hmm. and tara mcgovern on violin mm-hmm. right okay and that's a song by Mel Torme, who it turns out died in 1999. Didn't make it. Yeah. D- didn't get to see. Uh, I get to see the 21st um, century and all its what everything. Was, oh, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. oh, I bet he was really upset about yeah. missing that. Like, What's yeah. going to happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On his death, they're like, oh, I'll, I'll never find out if the bank software gets updated properly. <laughs> <laughs> my my mom uh, works at the VA and has since uh, like I was four mm-hmm. or something. So forever. So yeah. 30 something years. Um. And I, and she, she, she does computer stuff. So, uh, IT, but records, she's done a little bit of everything there. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I remember her talking about Y2K and like everybody's scared about it. And, and, and I was scared, you know, cause, yeah, it, cause yeah. adults were scared or whatever. But now just looking back, like, duh. I mean, yeah, just it's so silly. <laughs> uh, you seen the movie Office Space? I haven't. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to forget, but like part of the plot of Office Space is that Y2K is coming. Okay. Like their jobs are like rewriting software. I'll have to go see that movie now because now I want to, I want to, I, I, I need Office a Y2K like, movie. Yeah. It, I'm not very good at, at watching movies. Uh, I'll just put that out there. So yeah. don't ask me again okay. if I've seen anything. Next week. <laughs> Every time I see it, hey, did you watch Office Space yet? <laughs> I'm obsessive about it. Uh, it's a very 1999 movie. Mm. So. You know, keep that in mind. Wonderful. <laughs> the the cultural uh, oh. cultural standards of 1999. You know, is this? It's that, not. It's not too bad. Is but. that that comedy duo? The guy with the red uh, long hair, and there was another guy that didn't speak very much. Oh, that's Penn and Teller. No, uh, the other one. That's the <laughs> oh. that's the old duo. There's another younger one, but they're old now. Oh my gosh! And, it kind of like Bill and Ted uh, esque uh, type personalities. Who the hell am I thinking? Are about? you talking about real people or Beavis yes. and Butthead? No, no, no. Dave, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's close to that too. Who am I fucking thinking? It's one about? of my favorite comedy duos. Oh man, Beavis and Butthead. I'm uh, I'm, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <sighs> he, the the I, I, I'm gonna be. My, my well, there's, there's no prominent duo in Office Space. I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, he had, well, the guy that talked a lot had long blonde hair and was... Oh, Jay bo- and Silent Bob. That's Got exactly it. Right. who it is. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my brain can rest easy now. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that movie. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, okay. No, I mean, they've got Clerks, Mallrats, yep. Yep. Uh, Chasing Amy, mm-hmm. Dogma. Oh, I have seen Dogma. Dogma? I have seen yeah. Dogma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need to go down the Kevin Smith filmography, but <laughs> we did get to that. Jay and Silent Bob. That's okay, who you're thinking good. of. Yep. Um, yeah, that Mel Torme song was originally recorded in 1946. I looked it up. Oh, so boy. That's, Older that's than long, I uh, thought. Wow, that's so... Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that song's got a long life. Mm-hmm. His... Um, 
I played um, his son. Uh, one of his sons was a guest artist in the Muscatine Symphony Community Orchestra. Nice. And uh, this was during my undergrad, so maybe 2013 or maybe even before that or whatever. And that was that was an experience because I was already a Mel Torme fan by then. I can't even I can't remember his name, but something Torme uh, was this kid's name, and he was like from from a L A. And from from what I know of this guy, he can he can sing all his dad's stuff, but also has like a whole bunch of modern like nineties uh, stuff or whatever. I don't I don't know, but uh, so there's no real. Uh, uh, point to this story i just wanted to mention that. you met one of the tournament yeah. children yeah i'm seeing a, a steve a james hmm tracy hmm. i don't know but mel torme is from chicago so he probably had some yeah midwest family mm-hmm. reason for someone to end up in muscatine oh yeah that makes sense too uh, a friend of mine who is in her sophomore year at lawrence university it has a couple classes with his granddaughter yeah uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have his granddaughter's oh, name okay. here. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> That'd be creepy. Too creepy. <laughs> a lot of stuff's on Wikipedia, it turns out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Mel Torme's uh, personal life oh. section of Wikipedia. How many wives did he have? Uh, he was married four times. Oh, four times? Yep. Jeez. Yep. Three divorces. Oh my, that's so much and energy. And then the last one he died married, sounds like. <sighs> that's too much. I, I can, I hope... I hope I just have to get married once. <laughs> I, but that it, it I'm on number one daunting. so far. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. luck. <laughs> I'm not planning on okay. number two ever. Yeah, right. I don't know. Is good. marriage something that you like think or talk about? Mm, uh, being committed to my partner is uh, yeah. really uh, important. But like the whole, I I, th- I definitely would like to have a marriage ceremony, but mm. it's gonna be a while. Sure. I I mean, I'm trying to afford to to eat today. Sure, you know so, and you want a big, extravagant, luxurious uh, well, ceremony. Though I can tell you this: there will be good food and good music. Yeah. I don't know that about, does cost money. I don't know about a building, yeah, or anything like that, or <laughs> uh, 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 party get parting gifts, or you know anything like decorations. I don't know. I don't know about yeah, that, right? But but the food, the food and the music. That's I mean that's the most important. Well, the part. venue is important also, but the food and the music I think is what most people will care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing they complain about. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go to the wedding, how long it was was the good <laughs> was the food good and how the music was. That's all I would care about. So yeah mm. yeah, people also might scrutinize your attire like your fashion. <laughs> I don't care enough about that. Yeah. Maybe my partner would, but yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, do you want to play an example from uh, this vocal album? Yeah, let's do a weird one. Um, the, oh, yeah. I was going to ask, when did you start playing cello? I want that Ooh, information, too. Um, so I've touched a cello. The first time I touched a cello was sometime in my undergraduate. But I, okay. I was just like a friend's or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to make it seem longer than it is, but it isn't. I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just be honest. I started cello like during the pandemic. Yeah, it was my like pandemic. Yeah. yeah, I was my pandemic project, and I just needed something smaller that I could sit down with instead of standing up with a stupid stand-up <laughs> bass all the time. Yeah. Um, the pandemic was all about sitting down as yes. much as possible. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
But, and I'm not, I can't, well, I, as, as we're, as you can see with all the stuff that, different stuff that we're talking about in my projects, I'm not very good at doing nothing. So it was, it was difficult for me because I needed to do something, but I didn't really have very much to do. So this was a completely new thing. And I just, uh, my ADHD brain just latched on and it's such a beautiful instrument. Cello rocks. It's just, it's so close to, uh, the voice, uh, uh, just uh, like the 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 pitch range, pitch range and, and, uh, the tones that I can get, I, I I just feel they're just really, uh, vocal and musical sometimes. And, um, you know, it kind of just started out as I was just kind of curious. So what's with this fifths? Fifths, Yeah. Right. Tuning in fifths. Yeah. Bass is tuned in fourths, cellos Mm -hmm. and fifths. Yeah. It turns out that fifths, uh, and cello are depressingly easier than double bass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For my undergrad, for my, uh, uh, senior recital, I did the whole Bach cello suite on, uh, uh, double bass. I'm pushing up, uh, my nerdy (laughs) glasses on the, uh, uh, on my nose right now. If you flip over the, did you say this was your bachelor's degree? Yep. If you flip that over on the back, it actually says that. that Oh, you did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I did all those, and I just killed myself, and it was hard, and I hated it. It's, I mean, I love that music, and it, it, it makes playing you, it. playing it <laughs> is very, very difficult. And then you pick up the cello, and you learn one scale, and you can do this tune. I can, I can now I can sight read uh, the Bach cello suite, uh, nice. at least yeah, the yeah. first first one <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Well, a fifth on a, on a bass is like well, especially if you're way up here, it's mm-hmm. like pretty far away, mm-hmm. right? It's incredibly. Far. You have to move along, and, and on cello, I can stay in one position and get like uh, two and a half octaves, so much, uh, almost without shifting. And yeah. It's like, duh! Of course, I want to <laughs> play this instrument, and it's lighter, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it's wonderful. I, I love, and I, I it's, it's. Uh, I've been able to with the cello work that I'm doing um, with free grass and just a few, just a few other projects right now, I'm able to branch out on my roles uh, where, so on that tune that we just listened to, I was only doing pits. I didn't get the bow out on that, yeah. but um, my, my bow sound is okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can play in tune and I can, it doesn't, I don't sound like a complete beginner and Did you I say get to, roles. Roles. So that's like arpeggiating. No, 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 right, no. Right. I'm talking okay. about musical roles, like uh, uh, playing the melody instead of the bass oh you mean like r-o-l-e oh that role yeah that's what you mean okay cool 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 (laughs) yeah (laughs) i wasn't sure if you're using terminology i didn't know cinnamon rolls yes yeah rolls as in Mm -hmm. baseline melody Mm -hmm. yes that yeah (laughs) uh yeah just being able to go back and forth and take the lead on a on a melody you know not really low in the basement like i always Mm -hmm. uh have to uh or whatever it's been really really exciting yeah so i like that I don't think I mentioned this earlier when we listened to um, again that country uh-huh. song, mm-hmm. but a, a bass solo oh my God, in a country yeah. song is like I bet, pretty unique. I don't think I hear that. Absolutely, really. Not that I you don't. To a lot of country, but yeah, you know. <laughs> me either. <laughs> um, but but also, uh, sorry, so a sidetrack. That there was uh, that was a time I knew no theory. Sure, you know, yeah. I knew some major scales and I knew how they should sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so to listen, I forgot about that. But to listen to me 
do a solo it was in time you know pretty pretty groovy with the with the rest of the instruments that were going on they're all all correct uh, air air quotes again sure, correct yeah. choices or whatever and i, I was yeah that's that's crazy that i was doing yeah. that already yeah, good instincts <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know okay so know. this vocal album that's, yes so you gave me the option of a cello and vocal or yeah. just a vocal so mm-hmm. You have this album called It Happened. Mm-hmm. That's a playoff of title uh, of a, a jazz standard called It Could Happen mm-hmm. to You. <laughs> all right. And it's a love song, just like all the other everything else that's written, I, I feel like. But uh, so uh, this was my second album with the quintet right. uh, with uh, uh, Dan Padley and Christopher Jensen and Ryan Smith and Nolan Trader. Right. We heard and then them I, on the T.A. Black Blues. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the beginning. And, uh, so this, this, um, uh, yeah, so this was my second record. I, it was, uh, 2017. I just, it was at the end of my master's degree and I just needed something else. I felt like I needed something already, like, which was dumb, you know, <laughs> cause I think like, I can't remember for sure, but we would say like 2015 or 2016 was my first album. So I should have waited a, a few yeah. more years or whatever, but yeah, I just wanted, I, I didn't have anything vocally recorded yet. So I wanted mm. something like that out there so I could uh, try to get more gigs or whatever. Um, so yeah, this is all, uh, uh, arrangements that I'd done, uh, uh, that I had done on my own, um, vocal arrangements, no, um, instrumental on this album uh the particular track that i'd like to play this is this will lead into some other stuff this is probably uh one of uh top five bands that i'm in uh <laughs> Uh, that I just love playing with, and it, this is three O. Okay, so yep. um, this is Christopher Jensen on drums and Nolan Schrader on uh, wind instruments and sometimes bass. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the quintet minus yeah. Dan and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So on the same record, I had a little bit of everything. Mm. Uh, but th- these three O has for for all three of us, I think, has been just a really great vehicle just to do whatever we want. It's an experimental trio where we we play in, but we play very out. You know. We go. We we play what we want. Everything seems in when when you just play what you want. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is a, a standard uh, called "You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To," uh, played by Threeo on my album. It happened. All right, I got that right here. Here it starts now.
While the breeze on high Sing a lullaby You'd be all that I Could desire Under stars chilled by the winter Under an August moon burning above You'd be so nice You'd be paradise to come home to and love You'd be so nice to come home to You'd be so nice by the fire While the breeze on high Sang a lullaby You'd be all that I could desire Under stars chilled by the winter Under an August moon burning above You'd be so nice You'd be paradise to come home to Uh, that was a UB no UB so 
Mm-hmm. You'd be so nice to come home to uh, from Blake's album, It Happened. And that uh, featured Three O. So that was you, Chris Jensen, and Nolan Schrader. Mm-hmm. Right. I've, I've uh, listened to this before. I was playing that off of YouTube just mm-hmm. for a behind the scenes. You also have it available on your Bandcamp page, mm-hmm. blakeshawbass.bandcamp.com. This one, I'm pretty sure the Iowa City Public Library has. Oh, cool. <laughs> As, I remember. Um, there's like a local yeah. music project thing that they've got on their website. Cool. I think this is on there. Yeah, I remember doing that. I yeah. haven't even thought about it, and and I since they paid me, sure. I just forgot about it. You know that? Okay. <laughs> wow. I uh, so that I'm glad that is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah, they just added something to it like last month. I remember seeing. Nice. So icpl.org. If you've got a, if you have a library card and you oh, want to like download some files off mm-hmm. the library website instead of uh using spotify or whatever and is that iowa artists only or i think it's just iowa city i don't oh. think they even went outside of town i need to that check project. that out because yeah. that's that's really neat yeah i haven't looked at it actively in a long time but uh-huh. back when i was doing this on the radio i did do a couple episodes just uh-huh. dedicated to what's on there yeah, the local music project on the icpl.org homepage. Oh, yeah, they added, uh, back in July, they added an album by the band The Negotiators. I've heard that name is, before. Uh, my my college choir director, Mark Falk, that's oh. his band. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cool, all yeah. right. And then they, they had a, looks like in May of this year, they added Solstice of Seven Decades by The Wenlock Group. Mm. And it says it's a new age album. So that's very different. <laughs> what the heck? I haven't seen that's that. That's where one. I'm going to be discovering music from yeah. now on. I and think. then you were added, It Happened was added uh, to that February of 2020. Cool. And then it looks like they took a break for a couple of years. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I wonder why. But mm. yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Karen Meat, Crystal oh. City. Oh, yeah. All the. Deb Tiemens, River Glen, Dana T. Cool. There's a lot of stuff on there. I know some of those people. And a good variety of stuff, too. Like. Mm. Normal jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Normal jazz. I don't even Weirder know jazz. <laughs> Weirder jazz. Weirder jazz. Yeah. 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 Uh, we've been going for an hour 15. Cool. So we should we should start aiming for an end. All to right. This. Um, I guess so. So I've got this little village thing here. It has a couple of your upcoming dates on it. Oh. Uh, the Blake Shaw Quartet uh-huh. is playing. This is like a regular gig you have, Yes. Right? But the time is wrong. Time is wrong. In the magazine. Okay. Well. All right. The Blake Shaw Quartet plays at the Graduate Hotel uh is it every other Thursday? Second and fourth. Second and fourth Thursday. Sometimes every month? there's five. You sure. Know. Right, right. So those are coming up on September 28th, October 12th and 26th. Yep. November 9th and 23rd. Uh huh. What time do you start? At 6.30 now. 6.30 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, very confusing. I don't know why. But yeah, 6.30 to 8.30. We're just hanging out there, grooving, uh, making people happy. Yeah. So that's like a regular thing you do. You got yep. any like extra special shows coming up? Like. Oh, fancier oh my God. one-off performances oh my god i do actually <laughs> um i'm opening up for my hero kurt elling oh um, that's right yeah at yeah. the ingler on september 30th yeah i will be working that show oh so yeah I'll see oh, you. yeah uh <laughs> yeah and and of course and charlie hunter is a, a big influence awesome. of mine yeah. too yeah um for those that don't know charlie hunter uh, is a seven string guitar player who plays bass lines and chords and melodies yeah, and improvises all at the same time it sound he sounds like two different and he brings two different different amps or that's what's in his writer <laughs> right. too yeah it's incredible uh, he played at um csps when i was in college what yeah 
Wow, that must be. I must have not been cool yet. Was that with like? Uh, <laughs> there was solo. Just so by himself. It was incredible. Oh my god, yeah. that would have been yeah. fantastic. Wow. And I had like barely heard of him, but mm-hmm. but Steve Shanley told me it was happening. And I, yeah, and yeah, anything that went, Steve says, yeah. you go. He, uh, Charlie Hunter. I mean, just because he's what he's doing is incredible. And, and he one does, person that he sounds one like a, person a lot more than one, like one more. instrument. Yeah. But his just his groove, his time is just makes me hate him so much <laughs> because it's just so perfect. He's played um, Iowa City Jazz Fest before. Yeah, too, he right? did. Him yeah. and his he did a duo and I'm uh, Demola. Uh, I can't remember the drummer's name. Adam Andy Demola. I can't. Remember. It sounded along <laughs> that like line. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, then, you're, you're opening for that. Show, yeah, so, so uh, Super Blue uh, yeah. is there with Corey Fonville and DJ Harrison as well, and they're everywhere right now, and it's so cool. I'm scared. <laughs> but then and then also I'm playing at Noche with my big band, which will play something from them. Yeah, that could be maybe our closer. <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, uh, on October. 13th so those right. are those are my big gigs coming up and we do most likely have people listening to this from des moines so they will oh, cool they will know awesome. to go see you on you said october 13th right? yeah i think All that's right. a friday friday or yeah. saturday friday the 13th oh, oh it is friday the 13th actually so <laughs> yeah. i have to do something freaky that day yeah <laughs> it's my sister's birthday too Aww. so she won't be there because she oh. she lives in well she lives in marion now show canceled okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, anything else? Any other shows coming up? Oh my gosh. I mean, I have, oh, I'm going on tour with River Glen for uh, like a half week. Uh, River is one of my bestest friends as well that, uh, Dan plays, uh, music with and Nolan every once in a while. Uh, and then Justin Luke, uh, LaDuke on drums, uh, and, uh, Megan now Smith, Megan Smith. I got to remember that. She just got married, uh, uh, does some back vocals. And those are those people I just love, you know, that who cares if they're also really good at their instruments or whatever. They're just <laughs> wonderful people to be around. Megan and I are driving together. So we're going to spend a lot of time in the car and I, I'm not, uh, worried at all. You know, yeah. we, we get along <laughs> so well. I just love them. Yeah. So I'll be doing that. And, and uh, those are my big stuff, uh, but I, I, I'm playing every single week still. I'm stupid. Even with my full-time teaching stuff, I can't say no. I don't, I don't Well, yeah, I don't think it's stupid, but dude, not being able am, to say no is can be a problem. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. I don't yeah. sleep. And, I mean, I guess that just makes my music even more manic and better, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, you force yourself into a different headspace, you know, depriving mm-hmm. yourself of mm-hmm. like certain human necessities. And That's what artists it just have to forces do. creativity out of you. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just like be privileged and a musician. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to be struggling to survive in order to make really good art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know it. That's yeah. That's what we've all learned. We went to school and we're teachers now, so yeah, we're very smart. We know what we're talking about. Suffering is the only path. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you mind if I plug one thing that I'm doing? Okay. Yes, of course. This is a ways off, but I want people to know. uh, My friend Brian Prank. I can't even say his name. Brian Pankrot and Uh I will be playing at the uh, Public Space One Close House on November seventeenth in iowa city cool as part of our bc jays peas mm-hmm. project we're playing a few midwest shows you gonna scream this, into your saxophone fall. yeah that's definitely. one of my favorite i'm things. definitely doing that <laughs> I've, I'm, I've been playing the saxophone through like, i've seen your little clips of your from uh, my stuff yeah <laughs> yeah i've got it's like a, bigger and bigger i've got like a reverb unit and like a guitar pedal <laughs> and i i 
I was playing through a bass amp, but it was like too bassy muddled. I didn't have enough of the huh. high end in there, so I just I have to play. I have to like bring a whole PA. Oh now man, to get it all. That's out. where it starts. <laughs> more and more. I just completely fill the car with gear <laughs> to play the saxophone. <sighs> yeah, that's but how I, my gigs are now. Ugh. I'm not. I. It's not enough to just play the saxophone. It has to be more. More. It has to be processed, and it has to become a. A cyborg, you know? Mm. Yeah. But uh, our friend M. Denny is going to be opening for us. Cool. So, Iowa City, Public Space One, Close House, November 17th. Mm. Get it on your calendars now. A night of weird music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you want to... We can end the show with a, a big-ish band? Yeah, recording? I'd like to do that. Um, these are unreleased... Well, no, no, these were these are live. I'm going to do a... It, can you have an EP if it's only two songs? Is that still an EP? <laughs> Or just singles. You're releasing well, two singles at once. My problem with that, with those classifications, is like, if you upload like a 40 minute track mm-hmm. to Spotify, it'll be like, this is a single. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, mm. just because it's one. Mm-hmm. But how long would the EP be with those two tracks? I honestly probably 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean that's an EP. Okay, I so I think <laughs> I'm going to release an EP of a couple uh big band tunes so this is my big ish band the blake shaw big ish band i can't afford to have a full big band so i have 11 people 11 counting myself mm-hmm. uh seven horns three saxophones two trumpets two uh two trombones uh vibraphone which i love mm. in a big band singing. yeah yeah vibraphone uh guitar drums bass and vocals but uh, i mean that's pretty big that it big ish <laughs> yeah is the thing what's what's the number for like a standard big band 20 to 22 yeah you know five five horns in each section ish you know yeah, sometimes right. it's just four for trumpet uh, brass uh, things or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah around that uh so you're so, talking like half of that half but of it's it. still so big it's so, so big, big yeah. and it's so many schedules so many mouths yeah, to feed that's, that's and lots if of If you're money. making sure everyone's getting paid, like that's yeah. great. This, yeah. this band has been really uh, a really good learning experience because, you know, I've been uh, – the band, the biggest band has only been together for – I mean, I've only been writing for for like three years or something like that yeah. or whatever. And, you know, I've hustled before that, but, you know, finding enough money for two to four people <laughs> is a lot easier than 11. Yeah. And uh, even that's not always easy. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> So, uh, just having to, you know, have all the music organized in one place and, uh, uh, making sure that every single gig is worth it. Because that, that's another thing. When I'm lugging, uh, 10 other musicians with me, I have to, it, it, it there can't be three people in yeah, the audience. You know, you gotta, audience has to outnumber the band. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and I don't, I don't, I don't hate those gigs <laughs> that <laughs> happen. You know, I don't, I don't mind playing to two people, but yeah, 11 people to two people is a little much. So, yeah. uh, so this is, this has been my baby the, uh, for the past few years. And I've learned a lot about arranging and, uh, composing for big ensembles. So let's play an original of mine. Uh, and this will be, uh, everything I have is nothing. Um, and the, so the people in this band, they're all educators, which I think is really cool. Every single person in this band, 
um, has, has teaches lessons or is a band director or is currently uh, a professor uh, on their instrument or in jazz or, or is retired. We have one retired jazz professor as well. So I think I just not only do I just feel really uh, cool and uh, uh, privileged to play this music, but like also these people that I'm playing with are like the people. Yeah. Uh, can I name some names? Uh, yeah. So Christopher Jensen, uh, uh, Dan Padley, Nolan, and Ryan's uh, Ryan Smith, Nolan Schrader. They're they're there as well. Your standby guys. They're my standby <laughs> guys. But then um, I think on this particular recording, because it switches out every once in a while. But Dave Hagedorn from uh, Minnesota. He um, taught at Saint Olaf College. That's where he retired from just two to four years ago. I can't remember now. Uh, but he, he loves coming down and visiting us and playing music with us. We got a really good relationship with him. Him on vibes, uh, and then, uh, Anthony Williams on trombone, yeah, he's uh, awesome. from he's really good. Oh my God. He Trombonist. makes me feel so good. <laughs> and then Rich Med, another retiree. Yeah. Is he <laughs> retired now? Yeah, yeah. He, ju- that just happened. Okay. Like, uh, oh, in, I say in between two and four a lot because I cannot tell time <laughs> after, uh, the pandemic. Right. But it, it actually was like a f- around four years ago. Yeah, that he retired. So him on uh, trombone as well, and then I I believe oh I can't remember no no it was I think it's Tony Lefevre on uh, trumpet, awesome. um, who is teaching oh my gosh teaching high school no middle school where is she at now I can't remember dang it sorry sorry Tony and sorry Tony <laughs> and then Emma Cryer also on trumpet who's still in school She's, here yeah young yeah right, uh, right the pocket trumpet on Instagram for those <laughs> she's got a lot of followers oh my gosh really uh, and then uh, Lynn. Heart on, uh, oh, I think she's playing tenor on this one. She's also awesome. Uh, yeah, she l- teaches- listeners to our podcast may oh. recognize her last name, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if we want to explicitly make that connection right now. Oh, okay. We get into controversies sometimes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. for those in the know, yes, Lynn. Cool. Lynn is who you think she is. If you know, you know. And she's yeah, yeah she's incredible. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Really cool. Oh my god, another person that just makes me feel so good to be around and play music with at the same time. She's teaching up at Decora uh, at. Luther, mm-hmm. so uh, and and uh, other places, uh, extensive private lessons. You know, she's like uh, uh, heavily sought after for the the kids that are really serious about it. Yeah, back when I was in, in school, oh, yeah? she was like the the number one. Did you take lessons with her? I too? did not. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited there. <laughs> Uh, all right, so trumpets, trombones, I gotta make sure. Yeah, that's everyone. That's everyone in the band. So yeah, this is, um, my tune. Um, the full name of the tune is Everything I Have is Nothing If I Don't Have You. Okay. okay. And this is an original. <laughs> so we're ending on a, a Blake original. And that this is gonna be it. Like, okay. Have you done. said everything you need to say about I it? I think so. Okay. Oh my gosh. I feel so cool being on a podcast. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you. I should have like back when I was doing this on the radio. I should have mm-hmm. had you on then too, but you know, I was. I guess I was intimidated. Yeah, radio killed the TV star. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I was just trying to. Be I think cool. radio was the first, the first uh, casualty <laughs> of, of that war, right? Because oh, it was video killed the radio. Star. Oh my god! So it's been dead a long time. <sighs> Has anything killed video? Um, ugh, just ugly people, I guess. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was. Yeah, it was great talking to you. I mean, I've always been. I've always admired like your your work. You're you're always working really hard and getting a lot of stuff done and I yeah, you've always impressed me. So Thank you, Justin Comer. And we don't like we don't get a lot of opportunities to actually just no, talk to each other because no, we're we always don't. like working when hey, we're how around are you? each other. Good to see you. Yeah. And then I go play or something. Yeah, we're like I'm working a show you're playing or like we're 
teaching or at work mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, nice to see you, but I need a little bit more voice in my vo- monitor. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been fun, mm-hmm. and now we're going to end with Everything I Have is Nothing If I Don't Have You Yeah, is the full title. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Blake Shaw original performed by the Blake Shaw Big Ish Band, who you out in Des Moines can see at Noche that's how you say that, mm-hmm. right? Noche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Friday, October 13th, mm-hmm. beginning at 7 p.m. So go check them out if you like what you're about to hear. Ready, go.